Hello everyone, this is Dare to be One podcast and I'm your host, Olajide Ifeolua. I welcome you all to today's episode. Today's episode will be taking the season 3 of our question and answer section. Just before that, I want to appreciate everybody for your feedbacks, your comments, your prayers. I'm very, very grateful. On the platform today, we have a guest speaker. His name is Russian Copeland. Is the founder of I'm So Blessed Daily and Without Wars Ministries and is the host of Scriptures and Stories podcast. He's a part-time evangelist and is also a part-time army medical officer. He's a gospel singer too and author with Agape International Ministries. He also published the book The Divine Manual and he currently has one he's working on titled Start where you are. He's married to Dennis and is blessed with three wonderful children. He describes himself as a carrier of joy and a lover of gospel. You're welcome, Evangelist Rashan Copeland. I'm grateful. Love what you're doing. I, I absolutely love what you're doing on your podcast, your show. We've been having a good time listening to some of the episodes and uh, just so much joy. I, one thing I can say, you're a carrier of joy. So I'm so pumped to connect with you and humble. Thank you, sir. Thank you, Sam. So I can ask you, sir. So can we start? Yes, I'm, I'm looking forward to going. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so humbled to be on your show. Excited about it. Thank you, sir. So can you tell us how your journey of following God actually began? Yeah, so it began uh, years ago, I would say probably five years ago to be exact, when I was uh, wow. sort of off in Los Angeles in Hollywood trying to be famous and, you know, really live up to the standard of the world. However, as successful as I was becoming, I began to really see that I was miserable on the inside and i realized that there had to be more to life than this like um it seemed like everything was a wish list but those wishes didn't necessarily come the way i thought they would come uh you know because when you get more successful in america uh you really have this sense of pride uh about yourself and in your career and what you're doing but no one really tells you about the inward problems that you're bound to face whenever you choose uh the life of you know gain selfish gain and and things like that but i hit it sort of head on like a semi truck like wow the reality that this stuff won't fulfill me so i came to my knees i flung myself upon the cross and said god i need your help one day at my darkest moment i seen the glory of god and it dazzled me so, uh, yeah, that's yeah. so encouraging. Uh, I mean, yes. so, many, so many people out there who are also going through dark moments. You know, they're fed up. They don't know what to do. Your story is encouraging. Yes, thank you so much. I'm so pumped to hear more of your story as well, sister. Come on now. <laughs> <I'm pumped. laughs> okay, so. Um, we know that you do more of a media ministry, like social media ministry. So what's so unique about this angle? I love it. So social media uh, ministry is an opportunity to truly meet 
people right where they are. You know, whether they're across the street or they're overseas, you can meet people in a given moment right where they are, where they need it most. We all need, you know, amid all this conflict, all the toxicity and chaos that we see in the world, social media can be seen as a dark sort of web like it can be seen in a bad negative light however we can bring it to push back darkness we can bring like joy and peace and the word of god and truth uh to a platform that is consumed with trends and uh yeah lies you know and i just think it's so important for us as believers to bring you know push back darkness bring your you know your convictions and your um hoping god your truth into the world because the truth will set people free as jesus said in yes. john chapter eight thirty-two. so i think it's so important yeah thank you sir just like we're using social media as a means of selling out your story to millions of people yeah yeah by the grace of god because lord knows this guy right here is not worthy of anything that he's doing for me but because he's good but, yes. but because he's faithful you know and same yes. with you sister he's using you to impact so many lives on a daily basis and you're doing mm -hmm. it in such a way where like even the fact i've never had anyone reach out to me right before the interview uh just to bless me like you did and i just really appreciate yeah. that you know you did a warm introduction yeah. before we even got on and that means all the world to me because you know i've had a crazy day already but <laughs> god knew that i needed that encouragement so i thank you thank you sir so i'll go to the next question okay you know that god accepts and loves everyone but some people still find it difficult to believe this why do you think it's so what's their reason well you know i've wrestled with this as a young man uh you know trying to wrap my mind around this idea that there is a god uh not only I sort of knew it was a God creation to show you that plainly, as it says in the book of Romans, that he's revealed himself through creation. However, I didn't believe I had this false image of God that he uh, wasn't necessarily a good God. You know, a lot of us, we can be like, I believe in God, but a lot of us fail to believe that he's a good God. And I sort of came to this place where I was like, um, you know, when I got an understanding that we've all, you know, fallen short ever since Adam and Eve, we've been, you know, born into this thing called sin. And because we look a certain way, because our fathers and our mothers and our friends look a certain way, that doesn't necessarily mean that's how God look. We're different from God. He's holy. He's good. He's pure. He's infinite in wisdom and knowledge and understanding. He's omnipotent, omniscient. He's an all-powerful, all-knowing God. Yes. But we on the other end, we're, we're futile. We still have innate value because we're made in his image, but we, we, we need him because he's the source. And anything that we try to commit to outside of him a re is a resource. And when that resource fails, we'll fail with it. So it's important to go back to him, the vine, and stay connected to him because he's all we have. Did I answer your question? Okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> Yes, you did. Yes, okay. you did. Okay. Oh, man. I'm probably, I talk. I, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, we know that uh, at times it's usually hard to accept some truths about God. Like yes. things like, like things like he does miracles, 
He does signs and wonders. There is nothing he cannot do. But apart from hearing from preachers and evangelists, there needs to be a personal conviction, right? Oh, yeah, for sure. There has to be a personal conviction. So why is it important to have your own conviction rather than carrying on someone else's? Oh, I love it. I love it. So here's here's the thing. I've dealt with this thousands of times. A lot of times we, we, we run towards God to receive the blessing rather than to know the blesser. We run to God yeah. for his gifts, but we fail to see the giver. A lot of times, you know, we love the miracles. We love the miraculous things that God does. But when was the last time we've had a personal conviction where we had to look God's mercy straight in the face to run away from a judgment? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's so important that we understand that there's a great joy in being convicted. Because yes. if, if we find ourselves to the place where... We, we're always wanting something from God or we're always wanting to see the miracle. We'll find ourselves living a life of compromise if we don't really see ourselves for who we truly are, which is broken and sinful in need of a savior. And when we grasp that I've lied, I've cheated, I've stolen, I've committed everything the Bible said don't do, I've done. But Jesus said if you even look upon a woman lustfully, you've already committed adultery. In your heart. And he says, if you hate your brother, you've committed murder in your heart. So immediately I have to look at myself for who I truly am. I'm broken. I'm, 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 I'm dirty, you know, apart from him. And I need yeah. a savior because I can't save myself. And that's where the conviction comes in, where we can have a, the joy of conviction in the culture of compromise amid the culture that is constantly compromising and i think that's when we can walk out that that um being born again believers living from a place of approval not for it if you know what i mean and not for mm -hmm. the gifts so mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. thank you very much sir. definitely i'm gonna get a lot from you this evening <laughs> awesome I'm, I'm excited to be with you yeah. <laughs> So God has placed everyone in strategic places, like we all have our ministries, those in singing, drama, etc. So how can we learn to be expressions of God's faithfulness where we are, so that we don't keep up, keep on envying others who are in other ministries? How can you just consider God's faithfulness where He has put you? I, I absolutely love that question because I was the guy who would constantly compare myself to other people. And I love what Apostle Paul said. He made it so clear in the scriptures. He said, it's not wise for you to compare yourselves among yourselves. And that sort of changed everything. When we truly focus our eyes, you know, back on the one who created us uniquely and specifically for the purpose that he has for us, uh, we, we began to do what Hebrews talks about in the book of 12, or Hebrews 12, I'm sorry, where he says, um, you know, now that we're surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, you know, we, we keep our eyes fixed on our, the author and the finisher of our faith. Like, we're supposed to be focused on Christ, and if we compare ourselves to anything, compare yourself to Christ, you know? You know, and, yes. and at that point, it becomes a lot, you know, challenging for for you to look at other people because you're not here to you know 
basically live up to their standard, but to the standard of Christ. And you'll always see where you need improvement when you do that. You know, in so your walk. You, so you know that encourage comparison. We just have to look at Christ instead yes. of looking at our men. Exactly. They haven't achieved what this other worship leader has done. When you understand that we're a body and no part of the body is more important than the other part of the body, we all can just enjoy the place we've been put. Not to say God won't prosper you and whatever you are faithful in doing, because he will like he, he will, whether it's, you know, when you worship in front of 20 people or 2000. At the end of the day, God is being glorified, and eternal value is so important because you're impacting people for eternity, and that's where the riches and treasures are. Wow, I love that part. Amen. People are 2,000, Jesus is being glorified. Amen. Yes, yes. I think I will go forward now. Awesome. Okay. The next question, we will definitely get to a point where you have to wait on God, like you definitely have challenges in life. So what do we do when we get to our waiting period? And how can we wait rightly? Love that. Great question. You know what? This is one of the toughest things for us as believers. We, I've heard it said that we are a microwave generation. We want things now, now, now. But the problem is, yeah, the problem is we serve a crockpot God. Like God, he is a God of decency, timing, and order. Like he does things meticulously and, you know, intricately in a fashion, you know, things develop over time. You know, I always wonder, like, God, why'd you take seven days to create the whole world when you could have created in seven seconds? But he was showing us something, you know, of order and having, you know, I just feel like we are in a day and age now. Like, literally, I don't know about where you are in Nigeria, sister, but in America... I can literally order something right now, and it can be here by t- tonight or 20 minutes from now in, a, in an instance. So with that being said, it's like we always are on demand, even when we go on social media or YouTube to search and get an answer. It's, it's an information-driven world, but I just think it's so important for us to sit back and know that God, it, He doesn't. everything works together when we trust in Him and His timing uh, whether or not we believe it should be now or later, you know? Yeah, but it, we got to believe it's perfect timing. Mm, thank you very much. Definitely. And there's a part of the Bible that says, God makes everything beautiful in his own time. Come on, you better preach it. That's exactly it. That's exactly <laughs> it. Someone may be in a messy relationship or may not be in a relationship right now. They may be single out there in Nigeria waiting for that man or that woman, but the Lord is saying, focus on me, just like we were just talking about, fix your eyes on me, I want to mature you, I want to develop you, and it's going to take some time to get you to where I want you to be, as far as that husband or that wife or that space, you know, so just let them work. Ah, thank you, sir. Okay, in our daily life, there are people we disagree with, like people you don't just get along with probably because of their attitude or something. So as Christians, how can we remain kind to these people and how can we walk in love with them? Love that. So walking out the fruits of the spirit. Number one, I think there's several things that we got to remember. 
it, you can't do the sort of Jesus. What the reason why he was such a, a powerful example for us was that he was always connected to the Father. Number one, and he wanted to please the Father. See. What's the problem with us is that a lot of times we walk out in our flesh trying to do things that Jesus told us to do in our own power, in our own strength. But when you realize your identity in Christ and the power that only comes by the Holy Spirit, you're able to do things like be kind to the guy who has hurt you and spoken down upon you. When you entrust yourself to Christ and the grace of God, he then gives you this power to love the unlovable, to, to meet the unlikely and help them to do the un, unimaginable. Like he, he, he does all these things when we free ourselves from ourselves, if you know what I mean. And we rely on the spirit's power. And I just want to encourage someone out there. This is a real battle that we're facing. The spiritual battle is something we need to take stand against the bible says on all occasions stand if you would just stand uh then you can you know yeah then you can come against the forces of this world that's constantly coming against us and attacking us but it's not by might not by power but by his spirit that we'll overcome so i just want to encourage somebody with that um god wants you to become the spiritual person he called you to be but you got to be submitted to him committed to him Thank you very much. Definitely. <laughs> so we all had a messy or difficult past. I've had mine. I don't know if you've had one. Is there a way God can use a messy past to build or motivate others in the world? Definitely. So one thing that I love uh, about the scriptures and even about the book of Revelations, it talks about this is the way we overcome the Antichrist. And this is how we do it. It's by the blood of the Lamb, one, what Jesus has already done, where it's by stripes we're healed, but also the word of our testimony. To be able to speak out and remember the, the pain that you've experienced in a way where you, your mind's not fixed on the pain, but your mind's fixed on the promises of God, the truth of who you are in Him, it propels you to go out and share and promote the gospel. And, 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 and like it give, it, God redeems our stories. He, he writes our stories over again, and he gives us a new, like all has passed away, all things have become new. So looking at your life through the lens of, of what the truth is, which is you are a beloved daughter, you are a beloved son, you're no longer that orphan. Uh, you can now, you know, Use your past not as a residence, but as a reference point to go, just go back to and share with people and help bridge the gap between where they are to where God wants them to be, which is right there at the foot of the cross, accepting Jesus and walking with him. And, and I just think that's where the win is, is when you know the truth and the truth will set you free, knowing Jesus, discovering who you are in Christ and walking in it. Thank you very much. Thank you very much, yeah. Definitely. So, uh, how can someone take their next step in faith right now? In faith? Yeah. Okay, Whether good deal. Time, or is the first time in a long time, how can someone take a step of faith right now? 
Love it. Love it. So I'll, I'll just I'll always start with the book of Romans and I'll just simply just share the gospel really quick. Uh, number one, I believe here's here's what's so important is that we understand uh, that the Bible talks about about all have sinned, all have chosen. You know, seeks God, the Bible says in Romans 23, we've all you know, turned away. However, this is the beautiful thing. Um, the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God, and this is where I want to take you, the gift of God, the life, which was given through his son, Jesus Christ. Because we couldn't upset, uphold the law and live out that law, yet we've lied, we've cheated, we've stolen, we've committed sin, we've fallen glory of God. God in his mercy, sent his one and only son to on the cross for our sins, that whoever believes will never perish but have everlasting life. And I, We're not saved by what we do or what we've done, but we're saved by faith. Son of God who loved us and gave himself up for us. And the perfect son of God died on the cross. He was crushed on the cross we deserve to be on. And, and, and not only that, like Romans 10 talks about, he, he rose again on the third day with all power. If you will believe, and you'll never perish and have everlasting life. So if you want to walk, walk, which is no cakewalk, what you need to do is you need to turn from your scripture says, repent, renew your mind, change directions, and place your faith in Jesus. And that's just as simple as saying, I'm not going to trust myself. I know broken i know i need a savior but i want to put my faith in christ and from give you new desires he'll give you a new uh of outlook on life he'll get everything from the inside out as you walk with him now you don't have to be meet you where you pretend to be but he meets you where you are so don't come to god trying to say i gotta get my life together i gotta have right because that's not what he's looking for he's looking for you and out of that he will transform you he'll give you a new spirit you'll be born again and you'll walk out life with him but yeah he is <laughs> yes if you have for darkness yeah and that's so important i'm so glad you said victory in jesus you're more than a conqueror Thank God for these great words you said to us this evening. Wow. I'm so grateful for this. Single thing about you, even before, you know, a day even came to be, your life, every single day was written in his book. The book of Psalms talks about your good days and your bad days. All the days have been ordained. They've been written out. And uh, he wants you to know that he knows and he wants you and he understands what you're walking through. So turn to him, run to him, run to your father. Just like that, you know, I love in the book of Luke where it talks about that prodigal child went off to a foreign land and, you know, he, there was a famine in the land. He took his inheritance and everything was basically, you know, snatched, you know, he was in a place where he didn't have anything else. So he settled for eating out of the pig food and he was in the mud, wallowing in the mud. But however, I love these words. It said he came to his senses and he was like, even the hired hands that work for my dad are getting eaten better than this. Then he ran back to his dad as the prodigal. And he said, father, I've sinned not only against you, I've sinned against heaven. And then his dad 
you would expect a dad to be like, no, you're grounded, go to your room. But his dad um, came up to him with the robe. His dad came up to him with the ring. His dad came up to him with, you know, a crown. Like, he's basically gowning this guy down, and they got the fattened calf. They sliced it up, and they feasted and celebrated his coming back. And that's the same way God is for someone out there right now. He leaves the 99 for the one. If you're the one today, run to the Father. Run to him. He's not giving up on you. Mm, thank you, sir. God will never give up on you, dear listeners. You've heard it from our guest. He said, God will never give up on you. Amen. Just enough to you today. You have the opportunity. <laughs> it's such oh. a great opportunity to have you as a guest on my podcast, Evangelist Russian Copeland. I hope I pronounced it well. Yes, and I was actually <laughs> going to ask you, if uh, what's short for your name? I need to pronounce it right before we get off here. Ifel Lua. Efelua. <laughs> Just say call me Joanna. Just call jo- me Joanna. Joanna. Okay. Okay. I'm so yes. sorry. You're gonna <laughs> you're gonna get me for messing up. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> There's no problem. So can you tell people out there your social media handles in case any one of them wants to reach out to you? Amazing. So Rashawn Copeland on any and every uh, platform on social media. I love social media, and I need to let it go sometime and get you know. But uh, uh, also, um, script has, and then the book is startwhereyouarebook.com. If it's not available where you are, I could even set up a team to send it out to you. I need to get you a copy as well. Or send a PDF. Yeah. Awesome. And I can send the PDF to whoever is listening and wants it. So I, I look forward to connecting with you guys more, even in the future, and have you on my show to share your story. So you've been such a blessing, Thank you so much. We pray for you that the Lord shall renew your strength like the eagles in Jesus' name. Amen. In Jesus' name. God bless you in your ministry.